Hello and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? Hello, pretty good, sir. How are you? I am very well. I'm uh, excited to talk about The Wicker Man. Yeah. Um, top five film for me, so uh, happy. I, I think on, on certain days it probably has been, yes. Yeah, well, obviously, you know. When when I say top five, I mean like you know they 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 were, there is you know it's my number five, so it does fluctuate. Yeah. Um, I think on a, certainly on a horror list, it would. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 If it's a horror list, it's definitely uh, in the top five. Uh, I I genuinely. Oh my god! I just I remember first seeing this film. It blew me away. I absolutely fell in love with this movie. Um, I think I saw it on TV first. I think. This is another one that I know the exact date of. Oh, go on then. 8th of May, 1988. Why? Because it was the very first movie drone movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Fair I enough. did not remember it being the very first one, but I knew that's where I first saw it on movie drone. Ah. It's another one of the movies that I, I first saw there. I was looking through their list and it's like, wow, shit, I watched quite a few of the movies on here. Oh, man, I really but... miss, like, I, I really miss those 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 shows that just showed yeah. movies and talked about movies. Like you found so many cool things doing that, you know. Yeah. Like all yeah. the uh it's a great I mean I I must admit when Alex Cox left and uh Mark Cousins took over, mm. I think I probably my wait didn't watch quite as many Yeah. Well I look, I looked at the list and I know I didn't watch as many of the Mark Cousins ones as I did of the Alex Cox ones. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well, uh, I, I guess we'll just we'll just get into it. I suppose. Yes. Um, I watched the final cut, which is... ah, see, I was gonna, I was wondering which version you was gonna watch. Well, it doesn't matter because I, I so... think I can. You can generally distinguish because the version of the final cut I've got, mm. the the footage is dreadful quality when it's not. Yeah, the, the so main I've part. Got... So it's kind of easy for me to distinguish between them. I've got the 2001 director's cut. Okay, yep. Which um, has almost as much as yours does. Yeah. There's a, still a few scenes missing, but it's got the... Um, oh, no, I can't remember what the actual... Because it was... T- the, the the dog sh- shit-looking bits are all <laughs> from a video copy, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they've probably... I keep meaning to, to see if I can get a decent... There's a re-release Blu-ray coming out and I'm hoping that'll have that cleaned up. Maybe, um, yeah, if they've cleaned it up maybe that would be good. Because especially with AI and stuff now, they can they can fix these things. Yeah. So hopefully... Because the um, whole thing was that was a, was a real mess. Yeah, and, and actually to be honest, I, I must admit when you watch the final cut, there are a few scenes where I'm like, it's really cool seeing this but I don't think it works as well. I actually like the beginning like, stuff with his girlfriend. I love and that stuff. Beyonce and the, the and I like his because his initial thing here is you get to see what the other coppers think of him. Yes, it, it's good. I the thing I the, there's a bit that I thought it's like there's bits of it I like the the bit with Summer Isle outside the window, sort of saying his evil lines. Um, yeah, that was. I could have done without that, but then I really love the bit where he's talking about the snails afterwards. So there's like bits yes. that I like and bits that I don't like from it. But yeah, see, I like the introduction. His introduction, I like with the with the kid and him bringing him to Willow. Yes, I really like that. I mm-hmm. think that's a really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a better intro, 
And I mean, there's still there's still scenes that we're never going to see. I think. Yeah, for sure, for because, sure. I think you know, some of that's probably lost. It's in supposedly the uh, pylons of the M4. Yes, is where that's or the M3. I forget which one. Mm. I mean, because the, the whole thing about the mess of what happened with that it was Lionsgate, um, not Lionsgate, British Lion. Sorry, British Lion was making that and actually they were also making um don't look now as well at the same time it's making two classics at the same time yeah and um they got taken over by the and the new people as i think seems to happen almost always with these companies new people come in and basically want to get rid of yeah they want they want to start yeah yeah they want to start fresh and none of them really got the wicker man they they all hated it um, so it was butchered. Um, it was taken, it was given to uh, Roger Corman. Mm-hmm. Roger Corman, they, they basically, they asked Roger Corman about how they should distribute the movie. Because obviously he's like, the, his experience for distributing those movies in America and, and you know, sort of what, what he would call an art art horror movie. Mm. Um, and he said he, he would, he, so his copy, he got the copy he said he would he would cut fifteen minutes from it, yeah. Um, and then he, he gave them, and he bid for the distribution. And I think they all wish he got it because I think it would have been a lot easier. And I don't think so much would have been lost. Um, but uh, was it Warner Brothers got it? I can't remember which bloody one it was got it. One of the other, one of the big companies basically put more put up more money. So obviously they went with the more with a bit more money and of course they didn't fucking understand it so they literally cut it to shreds Mm -hmm. and that's how we got some of the scenes back was because of Corman's copy yeah um which is you know thank fuck Um, but I there's a really good story about Christopher Lee going to see the the, you know the the, the movie with his wife Mm. um and he said he watched it and he, he was very disappointed that you know, it was cut down and stuff. Yeah. And he went to see the new head afterwards. He, 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 tip, just goes to show how times have changed. He said, I walked in with my, uh, with my wife and he, he didn't get up. And that tells you a lot about him. And you think, oh, fucking hell. Can you imagine people like blokes getting up for, for a lady now when she comes in the room? Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, he said to the guy, you know, what did you? The guy said to him, "Well, what do you think?" He said, "Well, I think it's the most, one of the most important horror movies, you know, of the last." I agree. Years. And the guy said, "Oh, really?" He said, uh, "I think it's one of the one of the top ten movie worst movies I've ever seen." Well, what a fucking idiot! Yeah. So. And uh, and where are this company nowadays? British Lion, I think it. Whatever happened to them? Donkeys years ago, didn't it? Uh huh. I don't remember the last time British Lion put out of. Film. No, it got um, folded into. It makes you wonder why, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean the funny thing is, is it was it was. I mean they buried it almost. They they almost buried the, you know its distribution as well. They they yeah. put it on a double bill with Don't Look Now. That is like one of the best double bills I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, can uh-huh. you imagine going to see that like as a double bill without having seen yeah. either before? Be like, I mean, this is the the best double bill <laughs> I've ever seen. To, to be fair, you you. 
probably want to top yourself afterwards. Yeah, I mean, uh, you would you would leave you would leave impressed but depressed. Watching the bleakest fucking movies together that you could yeah. possibly find. <laughs> I always feel like this one's like worse because it it's it almost lulls you into a false sense of happiness initially, and then it all goes to shit. You know, because yeah. um, it you do kind of get that feeling of like, oh, they're just kind of bumbling locals and this policeman's here and then you quite quickly realize uh, not so much um i, I mean I, I, I think the difference for me and and with this and something like that we did last time um is i think you you you're more accepting of a bleaker ending in a horror movie than you are in like a detective's for sure so sure. i i you expect I the bad guys to less... win sometimes. That's just how it goes with horror movies, right? Yeah, I think I was I was certainly less surprised at the ending of this than I was at... Certainly, I was very surprised at the ending of, of um, Chinatown. Well, yes, I, you're, you're right, because you don't, you don't expect it in, a, in that kind of a movie. You certainly expect it in horror. Yeah, and I think the... I mean, even having said that, I still think, you know, the end of, of, of the of this movie when I first watched it I was still thinking well no somebody's gonna come and come and write so something's gonna happen right surely. well you've got the ending well we'll get to it in a bit but there there's yeah. the ending that I think you're there there's the ending you expect which is when the uh when uh howie grabs the girl and they're running through the caves and you've got the the like you know 70s music going and it's like okay yeah it's the greatest game but they're gonna get out and they're gonna get on the you know they're gonna get a boat and they're gonna get to get across the mainland to the mainland and it will all be okay that's the ending you expect and then when he pops out with her and it's like oh fuck it's like okay now we're getting the real ending you know it's like you've been you've been tricked into into this false hope of like they're gonna get out it's gonna be okay nope not so much so it looks like uh british lion Hmm. Uh, was taken over by EMI Films in 76. Okay, EMI are still around, right? And continued as an independent production company currently British Lion Holdings Limited. Huh. Um, they put out the Wicker Tree. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is one of the worst films I've ever seen. So there you go. That's... Yeah. It's not actually. It's not one of the worst films I've ever seen. It, I, I was stunningly disappointed by it. That's all I will say. Like I don't think it's the worst film I've ever seen, but I was very disappointed because I had very high hopes for that. Um, yeah, yeah. Impossibly high hopes, I think. Um, but as I've said before, it just goes to show some people are great directors and are not great writers and should probably stay oh, yeah. in their fucking lane, um, as is the case here. Um, anyway, let let's go through it. Um, and as you you have that version too, uh, we we start in the church, right? Because we get the we get the silent credits and we get the um, green man face carving. I think it's a green. Uh, man. No, my version starts with him um, flying into port and being picked up by another uh, copper. Oh, oh, okay. Because uh, uh, the version, uh, I think the, the version the, I've got is him in in like church to begin with, singing okay. hymns and stuff. But yeah, yeah we'll, we'll continue from where you are. That's cool. The version I have, so he he he's, he flies into port. Yeah, uh, he's picked up by another copper who sort of makes a couple of jokes that seemingly is expense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they pass some graffiti saying "Jesus saves," mm-hmm. and he says, "You know, I I I, re- I expect 
yeah, I like the sentiment, but that needs to go. Get rid of it. It tells you everything you need to know about him, doesn't it? It's yeah. like he is a devout and, as we will learn, celibate Christian. Yes. Um, uh, but he hates uh, any disorder. He is like by the book yeah. detective, uh, sergeant. Sorry. Um, yeah. He, he drives to. The, he's driven to the station, and then there's a couple of the, the, the two coppers make a joke about him. You know. You know, apparently the girl he's got is is a very, you know, considered a a, a real catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't understand what she sees in him. Uh, you know, they 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 basically take the mick out of him, and you know. Why? And you just you just get the impression. I mean, even from watching this movie, you can tell this guy's a fucking job's worth. Like he would be oh, a pain yeah. in the ass to work with. Um, yeah. You know, uh, he probably goes to the church where you get the, the, the sermon and yeah i think the, the vicar is the director if I oh really or, like, okay or maybe I the writer it. i forget which one right yeah because i think the director was sick for quite a bit wasn't he some of this movie um but yeah that's uh okay well that's cool so anyway he he uh sergeant howie neil howie um works for the west highland police and um they have received this anonymous letter um and basically the the letter as we will soon learn is is uh specifically written to him which you would think would raise some suspicion already but it you know it's odd i suppose um maybe they you know maybe he assumes they looked up his name and it was in a phone book or something and like okay him he'll do um but it's well, not he's probably got a reputation because i'm yeah maybe the... maybe it is a rep thing yeah because he flies the that um you know the boat plane. The boat plane. Yeah. I'm guessing they he his jurisdiction is a lot of the islands around that area. Yeah. So I guess you know it's just yeah they they on. probably like he's probably the one person that they see out in these areas because he's the only one that can reach them easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, he's his presence has been requested uh, at uh, uh, Summer Isle, which is this uh, remote island off the mainland. Um, and it's known for um, producing fruit. Yeah, in particular apples. Yes, which shouldn't grow there particularly. Yes. Um, so it's an oddity. But yeah, so um, this uh, this girl, Rowan Morrison, uh, has now been missing for a few months. Um, and uh, allegedly her mother is being uncooperative with, with any inquiries regarding it. Um, and... Um, they feel that due to the the isolation of the island, it there's no way she's ran away. Like the fuck is she gonna go? <laughs> you know, like she's, you know. Um. Yeah. So so they suspect that she was abducted. That's kind of the first initial thing I think is that they think it's an abduction. Um. So we get this. I mean, are these these landscapes with the plane flying over? Yeah. Are so gorgeous. Um, and it goes on for ages. I, I love how long this goes yeah. on for. That sounds like a criticism when I say that, but it, it's gorgeous, and I just I just love these 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 uh, these establishing shots as we see you know the the plane yeah. flying over. It sets up the remoteness of the island and, it, and mm. its beauty. It, it it does a you know bang up job of of showing how beautiful the these Scottish islands are. Yeah, yeah um and uh you know so he he comes into land on the lake here um and it's 
you know, you just immediately disarming. You've got this lovely little. I mean, it's so picturesque and so beautiful there, um, and you know, it seems seemingly full of all of these just lovely local guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I love how like he he lands his plane and he's like, you know, could you could you bring, uh, you know, could you bring a, a dinghy or a ferry, please? Um, yeah. And uh, they're like, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's like like that is a that is a major problem with this 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 seaplane situation because it's like if I committed a crime and you flew over to my island, you were like, could you bring a dinghy? I'd be like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you stay out there, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like this is private. Yeah, this is this is Lord land. You can't land here. Yeah, exactly. That's what he says. He's like, are you? Lo-? I think first of all, he's like, are you lost? Yes, are you lost? Yeah. Are you, have you have you lost your way? Um, and he's like, no. Uh, bring a dinghy and he he's getting more and more frustrated with these people um yeah. like the first half of this movie before things get real kind of dark and sinister he he is just so sick of these people's shit yeah. like they're because yeah. they're not they they get to the point of being obstructive and then they 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 relent right at the end it's like they test him right up to that point and then they pull back a little bit um so yeah, they say like, well, this is Lord Summer, Lord, Lord Summer Isle's land. You can't land without a perm, without permission from Lord Summer Isle. Have you had his permission? And he's like, I'm a fucking police yeah, sergeant. I'm, I'm landing here. Um, and he says that you know he's 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 investigating the disappearance of of uh of a girl. And he's like, can you please bring this fucking boat? Um, and of course, finally they do. Um, we get this this purposeful shot of the eye on the boat as well yeah and that was that was a happy coincidence that boat was already there oh really yeah well that worked out well it was already there i i I read as well that a number like the majority of the the people in this movie are just locals like extra wise and they all do such a good job this this particular group on the on the on the the the, the, um river bank or or the the dock as it were yeah um, only two of them are actors. The rest are all locals. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could act like bitter old locals? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Do you think you could be resentful of the guy who just played <laughs> yeah. it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Could oh, you be resentful cool. of outsiders? Right. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Do that, please. Um, but yeah, so he explains uh, that, uh, that Rowan Morrison has been missing for several months. Um, and uh, that he is in search of her. He has a photo. He'd received this anonymous letter uh, addressed to him, and he also received a photo of Rowan. He gives the photo to the guys, and they, most of them, are quite convincing. Uh, when he gives it to them, they they look at it and they're like, "No, I've never seen her before. Have you seen this girl before?" And they they kind of hand it around. One of them does look a little bit like sus, uh, yeah. but I think that's probably because he was just a dude and not an actor. Yeah, uh, he as, almost you know, finds it. Fun- it looks like he finds it funny. Yeah, but it kind of works for later, yes. in a weird way. Like I don't think it was intentional. No. But it kind of works where he's almost enjoying the ploy. Yeah. You know, he's like he's having a bit too much fun, and it kind of the the mask slips for a second. Um. So yeah, he he uh, they they tell him no, um, and uh, he says, well, you know, I need to find his mother, uh, her mother, sorry, um, and they're like, well. Mrs. Morrison runs the shop in town, but that's not her daughter. Yeah. Um, 
So he's kind of bewildered and frustrated. I mean, I guess he's frustrated by them being awkward anyway. But then he's kind of bewildered by this this whole, like, this girl doesn't live here on the island. Because it's quite a small community as well. So they're like, that girl doesn't exist here. Yeah. That's, you know. Um, and I think he's clearly, he's clearly not used to people not doing as they're told. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a sergeant and he's got full uniform. He probably expected some respect and they show him nothing, basically. And, uh, funnily enough, Edward... Uh, Woodward said that um, he purposely had the his uniform made a size too small, um, so that it it, it it he would be permanently straight and right. So know, it kept him, yeah, yeah. So that it would he wouldn't even he said he couldn't really sit down in it. Either. It also removes all of the creases from the the yeah. the fabric, so it looks like he maintains this thing to perfection you know like he's perfectly ironed um, every half an hour yeah 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 exactly um well you can tell he's very proud of yeah. of his appearance and and his authority as a police officer he takes it obviously takes it very seriously but um but uh yeah he he cares about his his appearance as, a, as an officer as well which is in direct contrast to how he will end up as punch you know later um so he uh, he heads to the shop, I think, first, doesn't he? Um, yep. To uh, to to see the mother, um, and she, you know, just like answers the door. It's like Hyacinth Bouquet. She's there, <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, you know, he he asks uh, after the girl, and he's like, "Well, she's like, well, my my daughter's in there," and um, we we see her daughter looks nothing like the girl in the photo, um, and uh, she's like, "Oh, look, I've I've painted this hair, and I'm painting this hair," and um, uh, he's kind of confused. Um, the the mother leaves to tend to the shop, yeah, and um, the the girl asks, you know, she's like, "Oh, do you want to help me paint?" you know paint the hair um and uh he he agrees obviously looking to get some information she gives him the uh the paintbrush the wrong way around which i like yeah. he just immediately gets paint on himself um and uh, he starts painting and he, he says like you know do you know rowan and she's like yeah of course i know rowan you know um and of course he thinks he's getting somewhere now because like oh the you know the, the child's going to be honest with me the the the, yeah. the, the parents are, if they're hiding something but you know this child's innocent she'll tell me um and he's like well you know have you seen her she's like yeah yeah i've seen her around she's like well where where is she she's like well she's in the field where she always is you know she loves running around that field um and he's like the field and she's like yeah where else would a hare run you know that's what yeah. hares do you know they run around fields and of course he realizes that she's talking about a hare um obviously there is more to that as we go along uh yeah. but for now he's kind of perplexed by this um so you know he he is not getting a lot of luck um and i love that that um that shop as well it's yeah i love all jars of jars of stuff and the cakes on the side and it's like wow i remember going into shops that looked exactly like that when i was a kid yes i do not remember going in chemists like this as a kid though the the, the chemist is a whole other uh, uh, level i not quite as bad as that but there was used to be one by my grandmother's that had all the bottles and yeah it didn't have bottles of foreskin though did it, it no it did not <laughs> it didn't have like uh pickled calves uh, embryos or whatever they were on on the desk no but it did yes i know what you mean the the jars and stuff and yeah yeah 
Um, so I'm trying to think where he goes next. I, I think he does he go straight to the bar now at this point, or does he go? He does, yeah. Yeah. So it heads to uh, heads to the bar uh, or the the uh, it's called the Green Man, isn't it? The Green Man Inn, um, and uh, he basically introduces himself it's one of those typical things as soon as he walks in the music stops and everyone looks at him he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you know hello um and uh he um meets uh, the landlord uh, and of course is 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 given a room says he wants some food for the night uh and he meets willow uh the the daughter of the landlord yeah um and he's kind of like just taken aback by how the entire pub sing this really kind of the landlord's daughter the landlord's daughter song which is very sexual yeah and i think edward did a great job of not laughing i would have laughed like, yeah they, they, when they're singing this i would have i was like wow he kept the straight face that was good because some of those lyrics are they had to do a couple of takes for that yeah because some <laughs> of those lyrics are fucking funny <laughs> yeah. um so of course it's quite it's quite you know uh this louis well, kind of... oh god yeah yeah he's he's Utterly hates it i mean he's a christian right and yeah. uh you know he uh strongly believes in uh in marriage before sex so of, of course he's, he's celibate and he he uh, the the idea that they're all talking about sleeping with the landlord's daughter out of wedlock is horrifying, um, and you can see it all over his face. He is fucking fuming. And I love that that the idea of that uh, Britt Eklund is is the daughter of Lindsay Kemp. Mm. That's that's to me is hilarious because so Lindsay Kemp. I don't know whether you know Lindsay Kemp. I'm not sure. The landlord. So Lindsay Kemp was a uh, a famous mime artist. Okay. It's one of his few speaking roles. Um, he actually taught David Bowie and Kate Bush how to dance. Oh wow! So yeah, he was he was renowned. He's you know renowned as a dancer and mime artist. Hmm. And yes, the the idea that he was he was Brecklin's, uh father is just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yes. So. Uh... So yeah, he he meets them and uh, is kind of kind of shocked and appalled, as we said. He he then starts knocking on the table after on the bar after a while. He's like he's had enough. He starts knocking on the bar and he's like, right, I should need to tell you, I'm here on official business. There's been this disappearance, this girl, and he hands around the photo. Uh, and again, no one's seen anything. Nope, no one knows nothing. Um. And uh, he, uh, you know, with with no luck, he's like, right, okay, well, you know, I'll have a room. Um, and he notices... He has, he, has this, he has his supper first. Oh, God, it? yeah, he has his disgusting supper. I was just going to say, yeah, you're right, actually. But before that, he, he notices the photos, doesn't he, on the wall? Yes. The, uh, the May Day Queen celebration on the wall. Um, yeah. And... Uh, Each year has a, has a picture of, the, of a May Queen surrounded by the... tons of food right yeah Yeah. just just loads of 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 fruit and veg and all sorts um but he notices that the previous year is missing um and there is kind of that like space on there's that kind of you can tell a picture was hung there for some time because you can see the outline and the hook but yeah um and he asked the landlord but the landlord says well you know it's it's broken um 
and uh, of course the the photographer later is like now i don't keep copies of anything so that's it yeah, it like, doesn't exist bullshit. yeah yeah exactly um but anyway he orders some food uh, as you said and uh, he sits down and he's kind of appalled by the by the quality of the food because summer isle is renowned as as this kind of fresh fruit and veg uh providing community of, of farmers and um he's only seeing tinned potatoes tinned beans tinned everything yeah those those, those oh those beans look fucking tor- awful i would have tur- turquoise they should not be turquoise i would have thrown <laughs> them straight in the bin if i they saw look that they look them. absolutely i mean to be honest the meal itself looks dry and horrible it's anyway chop looks like it's been oh god yeah cooked to leather yeah yeah and he says okay well i've, I've had enough of this uh, I'll, I'll have what's for dessert and they're like no dessert it's like well what about, i'll have an apple it's like no apples it's like no apples you're, like on summer isle it's your yeah apple. like that's your yeah. primary export um but she i quite like willow says well i'm guessing it's all been shipped out yeah you know well, we we've exported it all it's like we've exported all of our apples we don't have a single apple left yeah um but yeah it's uh yeah i i love that um Anyway, I, I believe uh, after this, um, he well, we oh, I don't know. It depends which version we're we're talking about. I, I think he then goes to the cemetery, though. Is that right? Or do you uh, have stuff before that? Does he, not, does he go to the, his room first, and then we have the su- first summer aisle thing? Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, we do. He he goes to his room, and he's got sex noises happening next door, and they're singing a song downstairs, basically at him. I really love. Well, what I like about this, so the version I've got, so um, he's he's there, he's in his room, mm. and he hears somebody calling Willow's name, and he goes to the window and he looks down, and there's Lord Summer Allen in, in his in a kilt mm-hmm. and his and his, and his, uh, his Scottish attire. Christopher Lee looks and amazing in a kilt. He by does look way. amazing. He looks it. fucking awesome. Um, and he's he's got his arm around this um, young boy. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh, this is, you know, he calls out to Willow and Willow, you know, comes to the window and he says, oh, I brought you this, uh, you know, this, this young man for the, for you and to, to make him a man sort of thing. And she's like, sure, you know, come up. So he goes in and then, of course, you get the, this, the, the, um, the, the, so he goes up and the, you, you get in, in the inn, you've got them starting to sing um, sort of now the guy who is singing is the guy who did all the music right um he i can't remember his we we should point out this this is a musical by the way oh it's definitely a musical um a i, I do, i'm assuming this. that people that are listening to this have watched this movie before it would be mm. kind of weird if you hadn't but you know fine uh but it is a musical um it's it's a musical that that very often uh there are instruments around so it kind of it's not like it's they just break into song randomly like yes. they have instruments there all the time and no, there there are reasons for the songs that they're, yes. they're, they're singing at certain times because of what's the situation of what's the, going on yes or yeah i think willow's ritual, i think willow's um, dance is like the only time where there's like music that comes out of almost nowhere i think um other than that it's generally like there are people (laughs) playing instruments and pipes and stuff and you know and they're Um, they're, they basically they're singing to her and the boy yes but it is tormenting him yes 
because um, they're singing uh, just it's like a song about sex basically isn't it yes it's, it's, it's like it's... sexy song yeah um uh, but but howie upstairs is like i mean, I mean it, it's, it's more than it's it's on. more they than what's going on yeah it, it it's more than i want to sleep he is like actively trying to drown out the noise and just trying to uh he, he's already you can tell he's already under the weight of temptation mm-hmm. and he's trying real hard to and it, it, interspersed with this is lord Summerisle, who is on a i think it's a massive lettuce leaf or something mm-hmm. it's a bunch of snails that are I love Having a lovely time too. But the shots of these snails is amazing. Uh yeah. it, it it's amazingly I, I never thought like you like snails would be used as like a sexual uh, connotations, but they managed to film it that way and it works remarkably Weirdly, well. I don't know whether it's because of this movie mm. or You just see snails as phallic. But I've seen so many uses, mm. particularly in folk horror yeah of snails uh-huh i so mean I it, it might be a pagan thing that i'm unaware of I think to be fair probably it could well be um but his so he's he's it's a poem by walt whitman yeah he delivered oh god he delivers it so well and it's a, to do with how you know free the animals are and and you know how they don't make silly choices and mm-hmm. and, and things like that. and uh, apparently the the director um basically came up to because they're really like minutes before that well not minutes before but just before the they were going to film the scene he says do you think you could learn this um this uh poem i bet like, being christopher lee just fucking knew it and, and it, no he didn't he did he not i i thought being christopher lee was just gonna be like it was i think he probably maybe if it was one of the english poets he might have but yeah he was like yeah. you know i'm sure i could i could cope but he sort of went off and of course he one take really the, the professional that he was completely belts out this this poem in, in, yeah. in this amazing amazing way do you know he didn't get paid for this role yeah i had heard that because didn't they run into production money problems and he was like fine i'll do it for free because yeah. i believe in it that much he he completely he was he was he said this is an important film i love this film and he he wanted to get so far away from his hammer movies you know and i think that's that that was kind of the general thing overall the, the you know the director the writer yeah they're all ex disgruntled hammer <laughs> all wanted to get away from the the, the traditional hammer movie mm. and I, I mean yeah this is far removed from a lot of for most of the hammer movies you know with possible exceptions of things like um you know blood on satan's claw or something yes yeah but um, even that it's it's not it's that's you know, like different again, sort of thing. Yeah, it's still folk horror, obviously. But... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can tell he's he's properly um, he is already feeling that temptation. He's trying his best to block it out, but of course, it's happening right next door. Yes. Um, so there's no there's no not hearing these noises, um, and of course, she's already kind of. Uh, given him the eye mm-hmm. and everyone in the bar has made it kind of clear that you could probably sleep with her if you wanted to yeah exactly yeah 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 um she, so they're already she, planting she those the village bike well know, yeah or at least he's he's being told that isn't he, he he's yeah. being 
given that impression that if he wanted to, he could. Um, yeah. But of course, and you know, what, the perfect thing for for him as well, because you know he's a virgin. He's he's theoretically, according to some th- traditions, he's actually not a man yet. Yeah. So you know, and you've got, you know, Willow, who is she's the person you come to to make your man. Yeah. Yeah, but of course he's uh, he's engaged to be married, and uh, he doesn't believe in uh, anything before marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does his best to block it out. Um, he then, I, I guess, the next uh, the next morning, um, heads to because oh, you also get the the scene with the people outside having sex, the big orgy thing. Oh yeah, he goes for a walk. That's what. That's, he goes for a yes. walk, and there's just people having orgies outside. And it's a really weird scene because it's it's done in like slow mo, and it and stops. it freezes. Yeah, it does like freeze yeah. frames and stuff, and uh, it's really it's artsy and weird. And I was never sure whether he actually saw that or whether it's like a I weird. Think that's thing. what you're supposed to think. Mm. You're supposed to to wonder whether they're really there or whether he's just hallucinating them. Yeah, because he's kind of got this temptation on his mind now and he's kind of mm. seeing what he's fantasizing about. Yeah. <coughs> when he when he initially comes sort of comes through the, the, the sort of pub door out into mm. the street, you he you sort of he stood there and there's like a couple just sort of necking behind him. Yes. You know, stood next to the pub. And then he walks forward and then there's literally just couples everywhere. Just this orgy thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, in, in any case, uh, he, he later, um, heads to the cemetery. Yeah. And I think this, this is another one of those ones where you get the, so. Or does it, bit. oh, sorry. Does he go to the school first? No, he, no, it's no, the cemetery so first. A bit where he comes down in the, it's like the next morning he comes down yeah. and, um, Willow has like a stall or something. Yeah. And he has a, he has a brief talk with Willow and is, is, you know, Vence is disgust with it, with with what's going on, sort of thing. Yeah, and then you know he. Then I think he goes to. Does he go to? I think then he goes to the school. He goes to the school before the cemetery, does he? Before the grave. I so I, <clears throat> I, my brain. Okay, well let, let's assume it's in that order. I I forget myself to be honest. So he, uh, assuming that's where he goes next, uh, he walks past the the maypole first. Um, we have the the teacher singing the the song uh, about the 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 basically the the cycle of life effectively. Yes. Like the trees, um, the on the on the grave, and the yeah, and the man and the the, the woman yes. on top of the man, or the man on top of the woman, and then yes. yeah. And it's all the boys. All the boys are out. Yes, him. yeah, they're all singing along. He's kind of you know uh, fronting this this choir of boys as they as they sing. Um, he is kind of stood there, like disgusted. I mean, he's Christian, right? Yeah. And he's seeing this, like, what? Yeah. Um, but then he's like, I, I think in his mind, he's like, I, oh, well, at least the girls won't be doing any of this this disgusting <laughs> stuff. And of course, he walks past the 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 window. Yes, and he hears them being like, the teacher's like, so what does the maypole symbolize? And they're like, the penis. <laughs> Um, and then they start talking about you know in our in our beliefs because he kind of comes to the door then doesn't he? he comes in the doorway and he's like you know well in our religion you know it's it's a phallic symbol and it's a symbol of life and you know it's the erect penis and all that kind of stuff um 
and he's just like i i need to talk to you <laughs> outside um and uh she's like well get on with your exercises class i'll we'll go talk to him and um he's like well like you need to realize i will be uh raising this with the proper authorities you know we're a christian country and you're teaching these kids filth you know yeah. um and uh she's like well you know we're not christian <laughs> like yeah, this, this is what we believe and this is what we teach our kids um and uh you know he he's like obviously massively intolerant to all of this um and just kind of horrified yeah um but he comes in and uh he he questions the class on uh on rowan um there was blatantly a empty desk in the middle of yeah which he points out yeah. uh after because i think at first he's like right you know look at this photo and i'm gonna write her name on the board and he just wipes off all of their fucking work he's like he's like yeah. oh, shit because like this he's just neatly written this entire thing and he just he doesn't even ask he just wipes it all off and writes rowan over it um and he's like has anyone seen this girl and they're like no this girl doesn't exist that is basically what they say isn't it they're like she doesn't yeah. exist um and uh he then says well whose desk is that and she the, the teacher's like nobody's desk um and uh he goes to investigate he opens it up and he finds this beetle that's been tied to a piece of string and is basically going around its own nail maple <laughs> effectively yes. um and this this horrible little child uh <laughs> next to well she's pretty nasty um yeah. she's like oh you know it just goes around and around until it can't move anymore that it dies horribly stuck against his nail um and she's like oh the poor thing and he's like poor thing why'd you do it you know why have you done it to it um and uh she no and then he closes the desk and does nothing about it anyway so yeah do something about it then but no um so uh he then uh basically says oh, i need to see a register and the teacher's like you can't without you know without the proper proper authorization from lord summer Isle. yeah and he's just like get fucked <laughs> he's like you'll just have to you know, well you'll just have to bear with me um and uh, of course he looks in the register and sure enough rowan's name is in the register um yep. and he looks at all of the girls and he's like you are all liars you're yeah. lying to yep. me that's her desk you know she's missing you know um and uh the teacher kind of begs uh begs- says, you're, you're a worse liar than all of them yes and she says look i i like children get on with your lesson i need to speak to the sergeant in private and uh she takes him outside and she says look they're not lying in our uh in our faith um you after death you are your body your essence is distributed elsewhere so you become part of the animals and part of the plant life and you know uh she's been reborn so she doesn't physically exist anymore so when they say she doesn't it's kind of a bullshit excuse for on her part i must admit i I was like this is this is this this is a fucking lie you're full of shit um (laughs) but she kind of she tries she kind of tries to word it uh in in such a way um and uh it's 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 a sort of it's, it's one of those sort of things yes this is what we believe um but I mean, it's not strictly... You knew what I fucking meant when yeah, I asked exactly. the question. <laughs> yeah. You just kind of misinterpreted what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
And um, the actress uh, is Diane Salento, mm-hmm. um, who was previously, at this point anyway, married to Sean Connery. Yes. And she's the mother of Jason Connery. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And after this movie... This is she, the second Bond connection. Yeah, after this movie, she married... Um, or third, sorry, third, I guess. She married the writer. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, she married um, Anthony uh, Schaffer. Right. And they moved to Australia. Oh, well, there we go. There's a lot of people in Bond from this. I just, I was just thinking. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, because yeah, you've got Willow. Uh, the actress played Willow. Uh, um, yeah. Obviously, you've got... Um, Christopher Lee. Yeah. Um, yeah, wow. There we go. Um, so uh, he then, um, I think he then goes to the grave. Site. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he goes to the, the, the cemetery. Um, and uh, he discovers a woman like breastfeeding. They make, he makes a thing about, um, oh no, he, he, it's when he, go, he talks to the, um, the groundskeeper, isn't it? He talks about the minister. Yes, yeah, yeah. So he, he heads to the, the grave site, I think, and finds the groundsman there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he walks in and there's this woman just breastfeeding. Um, yes. Which, again, is one of those weird artsy kind of scenes where it's like, is she really there? I guess she's really there. It's kind of weirdly kind of, um, it's kind of filmed in an almost dreamlike way. Yeah, sort of very sort of oddly ethereal. Yes. Yeah, there's something off about it. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, he... he sees uh rowan morrison's grave um and it has uh a bunch of the summer isle apple boxes on top of it um Mm. and he angrily tears one of the boxes apart and makes it into a cross yeah and then places it on top of the uh on top of the grave um at which point yeah she he he meets the the groundskeeper um and uh as you said he, he questions the groundskeeper and uh ultimately says well i need to see the body like i need to exhume the body yeah uh and the groundskeeper's like you cannot do that without the express permission of lord summer isle yeah um now at this point he's still not seen lord summer isle but no. he has been well, told he has. That... depending on the version oh yeah that's true sorry the original yeah, yeah. version he hasn't the original yeah. version um he doesn't meet him until until a little later yeah but in the version i've got he obviously he doesn't meet him but he sees him with the young boy yeah so i don't know whether he knows whether he knows it's lord summer i I guess he's dressed the way he's dressed you could say he's probably certainly upper class yeah on the island um because everyone else is dressed you know like he definitely stands out yeah, <laughs> let's put it that way. Um, yeah, I think he, he does say about the you know he says the, he asks about the minister, you know the minister and he and the, you know, the great figure just laughs at him. It's like no, 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 we don't have that. He says strictly speaking, this isn't consecrated ground. Yeah, it's in, not. It's not a Christian way, burial site. Yeah, in the way you but you believe this isn't the same ground. No. Um. And the use that there's a tree, isn't there? So there's a, a tree planted on the ground. And yeah, he notices that every grave has got trees planted on it. And he says, you've, yeah. you've planted trees on these graves. And he's like, yeah, all of them. That's what we do. Yeah. And um, there's, a, there's something hanging from this one. Yeah, he's like, oh, that looks like skin or flesh. What is yeah. that? <laughs> oh, and I love the glee. I mean, it, it's, Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Aubrey Morris, who sort of specialised in, in this very weird 
sort of gleeful characters. Like he's he's particularly good in A Clockwork Orange. He's he's one of those actors. Like his his facial expressions are just amazing. Yes. Like in everything yeah. he's in, he just he's great. And he he basically says, he's like, "Oh, it's 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 her navel." Yeah. It's... What else? Doesn't he say like, "What else would it be?" Would like you, as if yeah, that's yeah, normal. What else would it be? And it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just when you think his face could not show any more horror. Yeah. It's, it's like I think. This movie for for Edward Woodward is is a de- his face in front of the movie is a degree of horror. Yeah, like, it, it it's outrage or horror yeah. in 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 orders of magnitude as we go through the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know he he's <clears throat> basically no choice now but to go and meet this Lord Summerisle officially because he's having no luck. So um, he heads to the estate, and and we see it's like this grand house and massive grounds. Um, and uh, he is further shocked to uh, to see a bunch of of topless girls, um, dancing around a stone or on a stone. I guess. Yeah, they're, they're dancing around a stone circle, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and he's I mean, he's he's getting a like a cart ride isn't he yeah yeah he rides past it um and then of course he's he's told that summer isle's expecting him yeah um, and, you, and again you get an, they, they, there's another song you get another folk song that the women are singing while yeah. they're, ju- they're jumping over the fire aren't they yes and it, and it comes with with music that that summer isle plays himself on the piano uh in a moment and i think i was when we mentioned earlier on that the about the this, the you know the music and the, and the soundtrack I I know, I you know I I've, I've spoken to people who really can't cope with this this movie because of the music. Um, do you know it's weird because I can kind of see that I'm not a big fan of movies where people just burst out into song. This, <laughs> for some reason, is an exception. I think because most of the time it makes sense in the context of the scene where they're not just bursting into song randomly. They have instruments and they yeah. have like, they're, they're doing, they're having a sing along or they're doing some ceremony or some, there's like a, there's usually a reason for it. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's not like they're just talking the, and then suddenly the go into I've song. To, I think it's more to do with the fact that it's folk music. Oh, okay. Well, no, I, I, think, I, it's the, I think it's the folk music that puts them off. Right. Because uh, I think that's integral to yes, the whole it, thing. Like it exactly. works, you know. Um, I get it. I I do get it. It is kind of. It, I can see why people would find it awkward. Yeah, well, but it's like you said, it's part, it's integral. It's part. It's part of their religion. Well, it's part of most religion. Most religion is very yes, song centric, right? Um, and so it makes sense here. Uh, yeah, but, but I guess you don't see many. You, well, I mean, I don't imagine most a lot of people have watched Christian movies where people start singing hymns throughout the whole movie. No, that's true. That's true. Um, and, and obviously, you know, pagans are all about nature as well. So they're they're just singing out and about, aren't they? They're singing yeah. outside and singing, whereas normally you would go to church to sing if you were Christian or whatever. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, he's shown up to Lord Summer Isle's office, I guess. Uh, or like... It's a hall, isn't it? A hall, it's, it's... room. 
um and um he's he's looking out at the girls in disgust and maybe lust as well bit of lust bit of disgust as much as he'd like to deny it to himself uh and i love you're like how long was lord summer isle just sat there yeah he was letting sat- him watch before yeah. he turned around you sat- always you always needed a spinny chair to just spin around backed chair isn't he with the, yeah. the, the, the sort of boarded back chairs yeah and uh and he- one of the things about the so the version that i've got like you said about how bad the um the, the added parts are because of the, yeah. the degradation and stuff. And the, and the, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm really pleased they're there. Well, just you know, it's actually interesting though because it the, because of the, the the degradation, you can you can see where the new ones are. So yeah. it's very odd when you get like having seen it from the original, you know, mm. movie, and to see the the, the inserts, you know, even. Just even very small, just extended scenes almost. Yeah, yeah, just you know, moments. Yeah, just bits because because there are whole bits where he keeps looking out the window, and then you get the you can see the, you know, the, you get more of them dan- dancing because I don't think in the original version you see him looking out of the window. At no, them. I think that is added because I think yeah. I think in the original cut he drives past. He, or he's yes. driven past and is disgusted. Then he immediately is with Summer Isle talking about yeah, it. Yeah, they talk about mm-hmm. it and he gestures towards them, but we don't see them. And I think in the, in this version, you get the... You get the, him watching. The and grainy, you... you know, the grainy film of them, yeah. them dancing. But, but like again... He says they're talking, he's going, they're dancing naked around the fire. And, and when Summer Isle says, well, of course they're dancing naked. It would be dangerous if they had clothes on that we could catch fire. Health and safety, sir. Yeah, I I do love uh, I I love his initial turn around and he's like like enjoy the view <laughs> like or whatever he says and it's like oh wow you're like immediately pushing this guy's buttons. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. Um, but yes, yeah, so yeah, you're right. He's he's like this is disgusting. There's like children dancing around naked out there. Um, and yeah, as you said, he's like well of course they're naked. Like you can't play really jump over fire in a dress. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Um. And uh, they're like, what? But he's like, well, what possible reason is there for the, for them to be doing this? And and somewhere I was like, it's a lesson in fertility. You know, it's a lesson in fertility without having sex is basically what he says. Yeah, it's 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 the idea that the the, the flame will 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 make will basically make you fertile, as it were. It's, yes. It's the, you know. Yeah. Jumping over the 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 the, the, the coming the of age of thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so and we we get some history of 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 Summer Isle here. I think where he he talks about his ancestors. Yeah, I think there's he there's a a, a bit where he he's talking, and there's another line that I really love, and he's he he still can't get his head around the whole pagan thing mm. and the 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 because he talks about transubstantiation and the way because he says about his god. And he says, "Well, your God had his chance and, yeah. and blew it. Yeah. You know, this is this is what we believe." And he again, absolutely flabbergasted. And I love the line he's. Uh, you you get the impression here. I mean, he he later says, "You know, you you are subject to a a 
Christian country and you live in a Christian society, yes. um, you get the impression that like he has never really come across people from other religions. It's almost no. like he literally I, is like, what would he? And and Obviously, and I think, yeah, a why would he? And if he has, there would never be a circumstance where he's out the outsider and he's yeah. the outnumbered one. Like if if they saw people from other religions, it would be like, you know, there's all of us Christians and just you. Yeah. And now he's the shoes on the other foot. Now he is he is surrounded by people of this other faith, and he's the odd one out. He's the weirdo here, you know. Um, and, and I loved it. There was someone else says, um, "Sit down, Sergeant. Shocks are always absorbed much better when the knees are bent." It's one of my favorite I lines. I love so- that line. I would love one day to use that line. Like, it's just such a good line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, he starts telling him about, you know, the, 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 the Summer Isle history and, and how they came to, to, to paganism. And, and uh, like you said, that their God failed and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that, and he, um, he talks about his grandfather be- basically being a Victorian, um, oh no, what's that word he uses? Agrologist, I think. Yeah, something like and that. how he basically figured out how to, to use certain strains of fruit and veg and things in the to soil make and... to make it happen where it really shouldn't be growing in this climate and this kind. Yes, of... um, um, and then of course they, you know, the, the paganism took off and and it became a, a, a proper religion there. Everybody. Yeah, they they drove the 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 clergy away, didn't they? The Christian yeah. clergy were driven away, and all of the population now embrace pagan teachings um, yeah. because it's proven to have had results. Right? Yeah, they're doing fine without and Christian God. This sort of scene where he he's he's telling him all this stuff, and he's walking along, and they walk through like a um, uh, dining hall, mm. and he picks out a knife, like one of those, I think it's a paring knife, he picks out. And you know he's gesturing with his paring knife and stuff, and you, and then they go into this what you presume is the hot house. Yeah. Now I think this is one of the scenes that's actually properly missing. I think. Right. But don't think we're ever going to get back. Christopher Lee, even to, to his dying day, believed that somewhere there is still an original copy. I mean, he might be right. I would love it's if that so ever came. That they purposely. I can't it, imagine they still would now. He he think he thought that maybe there was a can that was mislabeled, and maybe it's stored away under some other name. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to find the you know these missing things. But I think that this is one of the scenes that's miss that is certainly missing, which is um, they go into the hot house. I think. You see Summer Isle take one of these apples and he cuts it up for, um, for the for, for um, Woodward mm. and um, Howie, isn't it? Um, cuts it up for Howie, and then you get that bit where you see him. In the version that I have, certainly he they walk into the thing, and then you see him walking through the, through like a garden, and he's eating an apple. So you yeah, but you don't you don't get the you know version, and I think. All of the words that were said in that scene are, are said in voiceover as they're walking. Through. There is a lot, and it God. is noticeable ADR throughout this movie. 
noticeably yes. so which again lends credence to this like this was cut to shit yeah uh, and i think there's also like you get the version i have has a slightly more with like the doctor who because he goes to see the doctor i think this I, I think it's after what? this, isn't it? Pretty soon. Yeah, this he goes to see the doctor for about the death certificate. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course he does because he goes to somewhere else to get the the, ex- the excavation. Yeah. And the, I think um, Christopher Lee said that all of those characters, all of the the sort of you know the, the the chemist and the doctor and and all these other characters, they all had proper characters. You know, they they weren't. Yeah, they it. were fleshed out, but you just don't but see they, it in this cut. Yeah, exactly. You've got a you've got a feel for those characters. He said, "All oh, that's gone." You know, all that. Because I think, uh, aside from, I I think until he did uh, (laughs) Jinnah, is it Jinnah? The the founder of Pakistan movie? Mm. Um, Yes. I I think until he did that, Christopher Lee kind of considered this his greatest film. So I guess he was very upset that they butchered what he thought was, you know, some of the most critical parts. Um, And in many ways, it's kind of astounding to think that, you know, despite being cut to crap, this is still one of the greatest films ever made. You know, it's like, yes. wow, imagine how good the original would have been yeah. uncut, you know. I, I do sometimes think maybe... Maybe it was for the best? It was for the best. I mean, because Roger Corman said it needed to get rid of 15 minutes. I, I think it's like like uh, um, like June, where, where it's like, I, I would watch, you know, because there was that rumoured eight-hour cut of the original yes. Dune movie. I would watch that. And it's like, it's I like I get that it wouldn't be for everyone, but mm-hmm. if there's like a four hour cut of, of the Wicker Man, I yeah. would own it and watch it. Because, and I mean, the, I mean, is it the you know, Dune Strider cut? That's on... Uh, the Spice Diver Miner? Spice but, Miner? Yes, or something? That's, yeah. That's, that is, is, is again... A fantastic cut. And it's the best version. It is, so yeah. Good. It's fantastic. But yeah, like you said, I'd, I'd definitely <clears throat> The, uh, the eight-hour version, and of course, I think we would watch. We'd all watch the the longer version of this. Absolutely would. But whether it whether would it works make well, it that much better a movie. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's hard to say. Because, I, but I do think the. I mean, certainly the version I have. You, I think you do benefit from the beginning at least. Oh, for sure. The the seeing the other officers, seeing him in church with presumably yeah. his his. Uh... It actually sets. I think it sets him up better it does it, it it does um i think you get it by the end without that but i do yeah. think it's a better setup <clears throat> um because we see the kind of person he is in his own community before he heads out and mm-hmm. like you said you see the way the other officers even treat him before he heads out yeah um but yeah so summer isle you know gives this this big old speech and he, he explains everything and um and then he's like look i need to exhume the body i want your permission to exhume the body and and somehow i was like i thought i'd already given you permission and he did right at the start of the conversation yeah he was basically like you gotta do what you gotta do he's like because he was like i am convinced of our innocence no one kills anyone here yeah so there's no way um but yeah so he's like i thought i'd given you permission you do what you want um so uh He's like, yeah, no, because he says that earlier on, he's like, we're a deeply religious community. We wouldn't yeah. do this. And then that's that's what kind of starts this whole argument where he's like, religious? Like, what religion is this? You know, um, he's fucking intolerant at this stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, you do things like there, there is an element, obviously, you know, 
what happens in this movie happens and and the way this this all starts to progress from this point on um but there is an element of like this fucking community having this wanker turn up and act like this i mean i guess they'd already selected him right but i bet when he turned up they were but i bet when he turned up they were like oh thank god he's an asshole (laughs) i don't feel any guilt over this (laughs) yeah I think well, you obviously we're going to get to the yeah yeah. You know, there, there were is it four reasons why they chose him? Yes, and they you know we'll we'll get there, but you know he he, he because the, I think they didn't even realize he was celibate until yeah during like, this, and then they were like, holy shit, he is perfect. Like you yeah, know, it's it's, it's <laughs> you know he was he was already perfect. He was I already perfect for their there needs, was sort but of degrees, being isn't there? There, there was yeah. a sort of we only needed one thing. And he, you're like four. Yeah, you you check more boxes than we've got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he he's like, you know, I I believe she was murdered, and I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, he does um, he uh, he he does exhume the grave. Yeah. Uh, he heads to the cemetery and they exhume it, and the fucking <laughs> look on the groundskeeper's <laughs> face when they open that thing. Sorry, uh, does he talk to the doctor first? Uh, I thought it was after that, but I could be wrong because I thought he breaks into the chemist to to. But maybe it's yeah. That's a little later. Is that later? It? Okay, so maybe he goes to the chemist first. So the the chemist is also the photographer. Yes. Uh, he he is full time chemist, part time photographer, uh, especially when it comes to the May Day celebrations. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so he he goes to get the death certificate, and he says to him, he's like, "Sir, you were at the bar when I handed the photo around, and you all said, you included, that you'd never seen her, and yet, <laughs> and yet you know that she does exist." Um, and he's like, he, he's like, "Oh well, you know, I I I don't really remember," and he's like. This girl died like eight months ago. You must remember her from a like if it's her or not from looking at a photo. It's a small community, you know. Um, but of course, he's just going to play play stupid. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they they uh, he goes to the grave and with the grounds. Yeah, and, uh, well, uh, he actually, I, I don't know whether you've got this. So he actually talks to the, the doctor, which is, which is a, a big dude, big important guy. Yeah, the guy that grabs him at the end. That uh, no, that's Oak. Yeah. No, this is a guy. Um, maybe you in your version, you don't have sure. it. It's, it's, I've it's, I've probably seen it at some point, but he he basically he stops him in the street and says about the death. You know what? He, what did she die of, and all that sort of stuff. And he, you know, he says, "Oh, I'm very busy," and all that. You know, and he, he again gets no fucking answers. Basically, so that's when he he goes to the to the grave to 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 exhume the you know the body. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, and they do, and the the fucking look on the groundskeeper's face, he yeah. smiles. He's like he knows what's in that fucking thing. Yeah, of course he does. And uh, of course they open it and find the body of a hare, which yes. goes back to what the the daughter said earlier. It's that... Like it's got a chunk taken out of it. Yeah, it's it's been like shot or something by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's obviously horrified by this so he's furious he's, he's yeah this at this point he's more furious yeah because than... he thinks they're all fucking with him yeah um and I mean, they uh, are but not in the they, way they are yeah yeah they, they, <laughs> he is right 
Um, so he storms Summer Isles uh, Manor. And, uh, of course, Summer Isles there singing along. He's just having a lovely time. Yeah, singing with the teacher. Yeah, again, singing a sort of rather bawdy ballad about mistresses, I think. Which obviously establishes the... Um, I think the teacher is as as, uh, as his mistress. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh God, Christopher Lee singing voices somehow. Oh, well, he was, you know, he was a, a trained up. Yeah, singer. I know. He was. He's every, his, his he was everything. Was like he was basically everything. Well, he every everything talented in the world was Christopher was kind Lee. Of, he, he, when he was young, because he was going to go into it, wasn't he? That was like his. Yeah, he had his, a, uh... he had to make a choice whether to become an actor or mm. to become an opera singer. Yeah. I um, think he made the right choice for me. I, I, yeah, certainly for yeah. <laughs> for in in terms of horror and you know wonderful performances, I he chose rightly because I think if he'd have been an opera singer, I never would have heard of him. Probably would have not heard of him, or no. we might have heard of him, but would never have probably paid as much attention to him. No, I mean I can name and I I I I like I quite like opera. I don't, I, I don't dislike it, but I don't follow name it. about ten opera singers? Yeah, I was going to say, I couldn't name many. Um, but yeah, so he, he just storms in and throws this fucking hair at their feet. Um, and he's like, I found this in the grave of, of Rowan. And um, he's like, you know, how can you condone this, this despicable behavior? And the, the teacher's just like, well, I think it's a wonderful transformation. She always yes. and 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 Summer Isle looks at her and he's like, "Oh, she, Rowan adored hairs. She yeah, always adored she, the hairs, the, the, the marsh hairs." Yeah, yeah. And it's it's the way he sort of wistfully looks. Yeah. Oh God, it's like a dreamy look, isn't well, it? He's so it, joyful yeah. and happy about it. Beautiful. It's really <clears throat> and of course, the, if you if you notice on the goblet, she has she's literally showing you that on the goblet there's a hair. Yeah. You know, on uh, in relief on on. On the, on the goblet she's using so they're all you can they're, they're all literally just like throwing these things at him yeah they're they're throwing hints at him the whole way through and he's i, I guess to be honest it shows that he's <clears throat> really that good copper because he's not that bloody observant i i think he probably is a very good uh policeman in uh circumstances no, where where he's not fucking fuming like they they have wound him up so much that he cannot see what's right in front of him because really like if he was of sound mind and wasn't so fucking fuming he has more than enough to go back to the mainland now and come back with fucking police like like they've been downright obstructive like even before he exhumed the bloody body like some of these people are suspicious as shit yeah. Um, but I think they've just wound him up so tightly with the religion and their beliefs and throwing it in his face, you know, um, that he just cannot see the wood from the trees. Like he's he's just beside himself. And I think we've we've missed a scene where he goes back to the mother. Oh yes, yeah. The mother's got a frog. Yeah. Um, she's and uh, the, 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 there's a young girl that she's got. She's got a sore throat. And yeah. It's like we've got to put the frog in your throat. Yeah, and it, you know it tastes horrid, but it's fine. And she puts the fr- the frog in her throat and the, in her mouth, and then she takes it out and puts it in this, this thing. And, goes, and now the badness is in the frog. Yeah, we're all happy. And here's a lollipop for you to you know to help you out. Now off you go. <laughs> Science. Yeah. Um. 
that's how that works <clears throat> but uh he basically says right rowan morrison was killed she was murdered as part of a pagan sacrifice that's pretty much what he says isn't it he's like i yep. believe that she was murdered as part of some pagan horrific pagan sacrifice and uh, i'm going back to the mainland and i'm going to bring back the full weight of the law and she's going to rain hell upon this island um i think at first isn't doesn't first he, he says he's going to search the whole island for her so i think first do we get before he, he decides to go back i think he, you get him oh no he does he doesn't go he doesn't place. go back immediately but i think he says that he's going he intends yes. to bring the fall i think this is what he says to summer isle is that he intends to yeah. do this oh and then we get the second night as well don't we? yes yeah because then he breaks in so then he breaks into the chemist shop which is when yes. he finds the negative of the harvest which of course the chemist said doesn't exist he's like oh i don't take copies of photos i take so if it's been destroyed it's been destroyed what a shame um but of course he finds the negative and he sees that actually it did exist and the photo had rowan um standing amongst like kind of well barely a crop like there's the yeah yeah, they're they're basically the harvest failed uh or was very poor um and um he kind of remind he's kind of reminded of um summer isles uh talk of appeasing the gods and stuff when necessary and then he's like it's human sacrifice now he's now he's got his theory why did rowan die human sacrifice to the gods um in order because their crop failed they they blamed rowan for it i guess so she was the the target of sacrifice uh to appease the old gods because they're pagans and they're evil right in his mind um but um he kind of figures that uh maybe she she's still alive and that they intend to sacrifice her mm. for mayday which is why there's no body yes um you know because yeah, he be- believes they've hidden her away somewhere yeah yeah um now i'm trying to work out if uh does he no, hang on a minute. No, I think he. I think before he before he breaks into the chemist, does he try to leave at this point? Because at one point he goes to the plane and the plane's broken. I'm trying to work out where that happens. Yeah. I can't remember. I either. feel like it might have been after after his conversation with Summer Isle that he's like, "I'm going to bring down the full weight of the law." Then he heads off, finds the plane's knackered or won't take off. Yeah. And then he's like breaking into the chemist and searching around and and comes to this revelation. I think um because then he heads back after i because i think after the the chemist shop he heads back to the um the inn and they're like i thought you were leaving and he's like oh the plane wouldn't work you know give me a a brandy or something um uh, and then of course he stays the night again yeah i think that's right in my head that's right um so of course the the following night uh he's he's in bed and uh this time it's it's willow singing and seducing him directly mm-hmm. through the wall i was never sure whether um russell t davies decided to use the same shot for doctor who in an homage to this it's a weird homage um although it does kind of work it kind of works with that like the doctor forbidden love and stuff i guess maybe Don't know. which which you mean the one him and rose yeah when she's separated by dimensions and he's like against the wall I guess I'd never really... It's it's a very similar shot where he's yeah. up against the wall and the camera's right against the wall as well. And... I, 
never put those two together but I, I could, it could be just complete coincidence it's just a very cool looking shot and it might have just been coincidence that chose the same kind of shot um but anyway she is uh in the next room uh she is dancing naked and and hitting the wall hitting his wall um and she she constantly this happens quite a bit through this movie as well which i quite like is this breaking of the fourth wall where she's singing at the camera she's looking directly at the camera and that happens a couple of times with certain characters in this film um and it sounds awful until you see it it works really well in the context yeah. of everything it, it yeah, works it's not, it's not a, a a sort of nudge nudge wink wink no no not at all it's a it's a sort of it's, it's just perspective it's perspective you in mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah it's almost like if he could see through the wall this is what he would see yeah is, is her now and i know i know the, the 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 filming was like i think like a month away from each other like her part was filmed a month of, between him filming like i don't think part. yeah and then he came in and did the other part like yeah, months later. I think the, 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 the the walls do not remotely match up where they are where supposed no to be. no um and uh i i believe it was a body double they got for her they they apparently filmed bits with her and then sent her yeah. off in a car and so she they, was completely they, unbeknownst to her they then got a body double in a to do the rest of sort of stories that seem to be that told about what what exactly happened. Mm. But it seems that she she didn't mind having waist up. Yeah, the shot. sure. So you do see you know you see her naked from the from, from you see her breasts and you see her front, um, but she didn't want her 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 bum and her mm. her lower half filmed. Um, so basically, she filmed her things and then they they literally went into the town and got a dan- uh, a stripper. I think it, she was. Yeah. Uh, like who, similar body size and shape and like yep fine yeah. fine and <clears> they so the, we get the 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 more vigorous dance moves mm. from, from her and of course you know all, all, she Brett Eklund isn't singing either that's uh, yeah it's the voice of someone else right it's a singer that's yeah uh, Rachel Varney I think is the singing voice right and it also says Anne Ross was her actual voice but there's again there seems to be some um question whether that's true or not whether her Britt Eklund's voice was dubbed or whether it was actually Britt Eklund speaking right and I think Britt Eklund seems to think it's not she seems to think it's her actual talking voice but other people seem to think that it's this Anne Ross was Annie Ross was the speaking voice so I honestly don't know which is true yeah i guess we'll we'll never know <laughs> sometimes when you look at her speaking it does look like the well i mean there's slightly out it's hard to say because you do you you know i'm watching as a fan of italian horror you you, you get yeah, used yeah. to that we've overdubbed everything with their own voice or with someone else's yeah. voice you know um, i mean christ you look at things like the spaghetti westerns i mean everybody yeah. in these movies were speaking their own language yeah so, you know, they, <laughs> it, it, I know everything was 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 dubbed dubbed later. So <laughs> even when you've got Clint Eastwood, who is clearly saying his own words, this still doesn't match up terribly well in certain bits. No, no, it's very hard to dub your own voice. I don't think I've ever dubbed my own voice. So I've dubbed other people's voices. Is is tough. And especially, like, I've done a lot of music videos as well, and synchronizing yes. those are pain in the ass. Um, have a method, though. 
<laughs> well it's actually in some ways is easier with music videos because the song's already recorded so you can just play the song on a phone or on speakers or something yeah. and they can mime to it obviously here you can't do that no you have to do it the other way around which is way yeah. harder um but yeah so um so i again i wonder in this scene because realistically he can assume she's completely naked and dancing he doesn't mm. know that. No. But the way he behaves... Well, there is, there's, I mean, there's a bit where he goes to the door. He literally is opening the door. Yeah. You know, he, he's, he's almost... He, he almost, almost gives, gives in. in. But I often wonder whether she was doing that dance completely naked or whether he is imagining that that's what she's doing. She's definitely singing to him and hitting on the wall. Yes. And I wonder how much of it is is his fantasy and his lust and that's, his that's... imagination of what's on the other side of the wall. I don't know. I, mean, I think the, the way that certain other scenes, like we've said, with, yeah. with this sort of, you know, the slow motion and the, and the, and the stopping, it could certainly be interpreted that way that she, it's, mm. she might not be. I think it's because she does the fourth wall breaking thing. It kind of makes me feel like it's a, 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 a an imagination dreamy weird thing. But what he's seeing sort of thing in his mm. in his head. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I guess I probably would take it literally. As but his his it. performance is so good in this. Oh yeah. When, like you said, when he's like he's like basically crying against the wall, like he just cannot <laughs> take it anymore. And like I you mean, said, like, he goes for the door. Like this is the the most his faith has ever ever been tested. Like he is like yeah. close to cracking. He's so close to cracking. I mean, I've I've, I've seen Edward Woodward in a, in a lot of stuff. I mean, I love. Yeah. I, you know, grew up watching uh, Callan and uh, mm. the Equalizer and yeah. stuff. Kids and this, I think, is is his greatest. Performance. It's it's his finest. In my opinion, it's his finest performance. It's. So... I mean, in in this scene, you get the feeling that. If she'd opened the fucking door, he would have given in. Oh yeah, like that's that. Like that door is the only thing stopping him. Like if she'd yeah. opened that door, he would have given in. Um, but he manages to hold it together. Um, his his faith keeps him. Um, and uh, you know, she sees him the next morning because she wakes him up, doesn't she? She wake him up with breakfast or something, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, you know, I I thought you were going to come see me last night. I called to you." And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm engaged to be married. I don't believe in that before uh, before marriage. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's just like, wow, you're 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 not like anyone else on this island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yes. Yeah, so, uh, oh no, actually, I think it's at this point that he realizes his plane is sabotaged because after that, he's like, right, I'm leaving now. Fuck this. Can't I cannot stay here any longer. Clearly, uh, you know, I almost gave in last night. I'm gonna leave. Um, and he finds the plane's unable to take off. It's been sabotaged. Um, and he asks, uh, he, well, he doesn't ask, he fucking has a go at the uh, the uh, harbour master. The guy who just dropped him off and started throwing back. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you've, you've done this. And he's like, I haven't done anything. I've sabotaged anything. He's like, you're obstructing this, this investigation. I'm not obstructing anything. He's like, if you want, you can get that rando over there to row you to the island. You'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah of course then he's like no forget it like uh i'm gonna search the island itself now uh in the last day all he has heard 
And what I love about this is that they're saying it knowing full well he ain't going to go. Yeah. But they're telling him to leave. They're like, you don't want to be around for Mayday. Yeah. yeah. Buddy, you won't like it. But of course they know he's going to stay. And of course they sabotage the plane just in case anyway to ensure that he's yeah. going to stay. But they're like, yeah, trust me, buddy, you don't want to be around for Mayday. You, with your beliefs, you will not like this. Um, But yeah, you're right. He He decides now. He's like, I'm going to search the whole goddamn place. Yeah, I'm going to search every bloody house, every outhouse, every, you know, yeah. garden. I'm just going to burst into bathrooms without any thought as to whether I people mean, might be bathing. Oh, yeah, we, we, we've forgotten Ingrid Pitt. Yeah, who, like, like Barry, horror icon, another Hammer icon, yeah. right? Because um, he, he sees her, at the, he goes to the record, to get the records, doesn't he? Yes, her. yeah. And she's there eating soup or something. Tinned soup. Again, everything's tinned. All the food is tinned, apart from that yeah. one apple that Summer Isle has. But of course, Summer Isle being Summer Isle, you'd expect him to have what there is. Yeah, it's, you know. it's in the hot house um, of, his, of, his, of his estate. Everyone else eating tinned food the whole way through. Yeah. Um. So it was, it was another clue. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, so he, he just bursts into people's houses. He's searching everywhere. You've got that little shit of a girl who has fake blood on her mouth oh, and falls out the cupboard. She, she opens a wardrobe and there's a little girl with like, she's, blood dripping from her mouth. And just t- just she is so over. good at keeping her eyes not moving. Like yeah. She's really convincing for a moment. You're like, is that a dummy? And then she turns and looks. I think it is a dummy that falls out, but when it's on the floor, she when Do she's on the floor. So? I don't know. I thought it was, but I'm, I can't, I'm not sure. Well, maybe. I, I guess I but when she's on the floor and she's like... Yeah she does a really good job and then she they leave it just long enough that you're like is that actually her holy shit you know and then she turns and laughs and runs away it's like you little yeah. shit um and of course like you said she goes into the the, the, the bath the bathroom of um, ingrid pitt yeah who i love the i mean the shot of her you know stretched out in this bath which barely contains her she's she's like a, like in for like a split second she's shocked she's and, yeah, she, and she, then she, she's like, but if you're interested, finger, doesn't yeah, she? she's like, oh, and like, come on in, sort yeah. of look, and it's like, I'm, 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 I'm gonna leave. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, 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 you know. Um, I mean, even, <clears throat> even looking on ships and, you know. Yeah, yeah, he goes out to to the um to the boat, which is full of uh, again, it's there presumably the boat they use to export their goods, so yeah. it's just full of empty crates. Um, and so he finds masks and. Yeah, he finds Mayday masks and stuff, and um, ultimately, he's like, I need a nap. <laughs> I'm tired from searching the whole place. Um, so he heads back to the uh, to the pub, and, yeah. uh, you know, they're like, I thought you were leaving. He's like, oh, plane's broken. Just give me brandy, and then I'm gonna... He's like, I'm going to sleep for 30 minutes. I do yeah, not I want to be disturbed. the first time we've seen him drink as well, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. He's like, the stress is... Oh, no, no, he does have a beer with his lunch, actually. Oh, okay. I think. Um, but yeah, he's like, I'm going to bed for 30 minutes. I do not want to be disturbed. But then yeah. he, he goes to sleep with the door open, which is kind of weird. <laughs> I yeah, would, I, I would have closed the door. It's, it's very it makes for a really cinematic like... shot, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Because um, you, it's a, like, like you said, it's a very great shot with, with them, with you know the landlord and, 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 and Willow talking. Yeah. And him pretending to be asleep. Wait, I guess he is asleep, but he must be a light sleeper because he wakes up when they well, start I talking. He, he, I think he initially is asleep, and then yeah, he hears them, and then he pretends and yeah. just opens his eyes, and they're talking about you know, hey, we we should put him, we should use the hand of glory, you know, to 
and she's like oh, he could be out for for you know for weeks we don't want to use that he's like and, all the better yeah and I mean, he must be going. What the fuck are they talking about? What the yeah, fuck? Is that well, yeah, yeah. Well, he's about to fucking find out. Yeah. Um, she, she, Willow walks in, puts some something down, and uh, and and leaves. And she's like, "Oh, that'll make you sleep, my handsome sergeant." Um, yeah. And uh, she leaves. And uh, of course, the 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 landlord's like, "Well, I'm gonna go. They, this this parade will be fucked without punch. So I'm gonna go get ready." Yep. Um, and uh, of course. Yeah, you know, as soon as they leave, uh, he, you know, Harry turns around and is horrified to see a a severed hand candle. Yeah. Um, hand of glory, which is, you know, supposed to be used by thieves. Yes. To basically, to pe- keep people asleep while they're ransacking yeah. the house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a hand of a murdered. Uh, is it? It's the hand of a murdered man or a hand hand of a hanged man? I forget. I am not sure, <clears throat> but it's a hand, um, and uh, he he knocks it to the ground quickly, puts it out uh, so it's not star fire. Um, which I was at first, I was like, oh, "Fuck it, let it burn." But then I was like, oh, "I guess they'd realise then that he's escaped and it would all be yeah. you know, the gig would be up at that point." So he uh, he sneaks around as uh, as the uh, landlord's getting ready uh, to become punch, uh, and uh, he basically walks in and decks him. He clunks him with a candlestick. Yeah, I mean, you. It, I did initially. What think, murder? Oh, he's totally killed that dude. Yeah, he was. He's was not going to be very no fucking way well. That fucking didn't just cave his head in. Because that's like a proper candle, like as proper like solid bloody metal candelabra or something. Like that dude's probably not getting up anytime soon. But we do get a shot showing that he is okay. He's tied yeah. up. He's unhappy. Yeah. But he's tied up and whatever. <laughs> he's unhappy, but he's tied up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, of course, now he is dressed as Punch, and uh, he joins the the May Day Festival, where Summer Isle. Oh, ha- sorry, we did forget the when he's searching around. Yeah. There's those really lovely shots, um, of the hobby horse. Yes. Keeps, yeah. Yeah. The hobby horse. It's like it's. It's like it's chasing him. Yes. Yeah, you're and it, right. He sort of he's following it around, and it's because um, <clears throat> that's Oak, the guy who who who, who ultimately puts him in the the Wicker Man. Yeah. Um, and you you, I, you get the, like the shots down the, the sort of the alley and stuff mm. of him, and he's he, it's the the uh, the sort of chomping of the the, the horse's mouth, isn't it? As it? Yeah. Sort of like get his attention as he's as he's as he's going around. Yeah. Um, so he joins the May Day Parade, and mm. uh, Lord Summerisle almost immediately starts chastising him as like being the shittest punch late. they've ever had. They're like, yeah. "What are you doing? You're late, and you're not dancing well enough. You're not doing enough." You know, he's like, "You're not putting." Yeah, he's just been sampling your own uh, wares again. Yeah, he's like disgusted at him. He's like, "I guess, I guess the thing is for like, I, I'm not sure at this point whether they know it's him or not." Um, but there like he there's a lot riding on this so he's like you need to play the part of punch properly dude like yeah screwing I think this under, up. The, under the circumstances i think they're they're not they're sh- desperate I, yeah and i don't think they specifically know he's punched but they they i'm guessing they think he's somewhere they think he's somewhere but yeah i don't think they necessarily know that that's who he is um <clears throat> so 
they they go on this this wonderful parade and we see all of these these guys with swords and we get all yeah, of the different and, characters and someone's got the, the 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 dress and the the long hair of of it's what is it the tempter some something like that because it's played by a man they say earlier in the film that it's yeah that it's, it's it's a it's a man but it's sort of partially woman yeah it's yeah, yeah and and uh i think that some i i think was it the I can't remember whether it was the guy who was in charge of the lighting or whether it was the was the cinematographer. He was completely baffled by this movie and didn't get that any of it and was was like almost, almost his professionalism stopped him from doing a bad job. Did you think he, he was like on Zardoz or something? <laughs> He's like, what yeah, the fuck he is this? This movie completely. He was like, I don't get this. Why is Christopher Lee dressed as a woman? This it's is- explained in the movie. Yeah, he didn't. Still didn't get it. The only thing that confuses me with this part is how quickly he gets that makeup off at the end. But it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I guess practice. Yeah, it's fine. I guess he probably just—it might have been water-based to just chuck water on his face and get rid of it. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but um, and but, they do the the, uh, the chop chop thing. The chop chop thing, which again is one of those fake out moments where you're assuming this is where he's going to get caught. Yeah. You assume this is going to be it. And they're all like, oh, no. Because he, he tries to get away from it, doesn't he? He's like, no, no, no. Like, somewhere else, like, no, everyone needs to go. Get the fuck in there. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's a game of chance. Seven or eight swordsmen who were to do with the ritual. And yeah, and they're they, making the star with the Yeah, swords. they've made their, their star with, the, with, their, um, with their claymores. Yeah. And uh, 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 the song goes along with it. Uh, each person puts their head through the, through the, the center of these swords. Yes. And, they, they chop, chop, and it's like, and they all, even I think Ingrid Pitt does it the best. She looks nervous. She looks, you know, worried. Like it quite possibly, she her own life could be ending here. Yeah, I think she she does the best at conveying that. Uh, I don't like this. I'm a, am I about to get my head cut off? Sort of thing. Yeah, and the relief when when she gets out. She gets out. Um, <laughs> but of course it gets to Howie, and you're like, oh god. They're going to catch him, but they don't. They don't. Um, and instead, they behead a rabbit. Yeah. Um, a rabbit is has its head cut off, uh, and the body falls to the ground, and, and Howie is like, gasps, like, oh my god, like, yeah. man, they've killed someone. But it turns out it was a child, and that still counts, uh, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, so, I, I guess maybe that's the thing, where they're like, well, it's a game of chance, because some of them are, are children, so they won't kill them, or maybe yeah. they will kill people who knows um but uh anyway they continue on and uh they they continue on along the coast uh and until they get to like this this kind of cave area don't they um and um you know they say well look you know we we need to oh that's right because they go to um to give booze to the sea god like have yes. booze and they've they've got these kegs of beer and uh summer isle smashes one with an axe and then they throw them into the ocean as a as a sacrifice they're they're giving um their their alcohol to the sea god so that he will bring them good water i guess for for their crops um and then he says but now we've reached the 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 more sinister darker part of our you know the the more tragic part of our sacrifice um where we need to sacrifice someone uh and uh of course it's rowan and uh, yeah. we see Rowan stood up there. Um, 
Now, of course, as soon as Harry sees her, he he runs up. Um, yeah, he doesn't even hesitate. No, nope, not for a moment does he hesitate. He runs up there. He punches the guy who's with her. Um, she then, she's like kind of smiling and happy up there until he gets there. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, please, please help me. Like, they're going to kill, they're going to do this. They're going to kill me. And she's like, he's like, I know, come, come with me. And they start running off through the caves, uh, being pursued by the guys with claymores and stuff. Um, but um, this is where I said, like, this is kind of almost a fake out ending where you're like, oh, they're going to get away now. Yeah, they're gonna do the escape because you've got that like like rad fucking 60s 70s music going you know the chase music and like it's yeah. all kind of like oh okay it's like kind of an actiony ending where they're gonna they're gonna flee to the boat or something and, and get away um and uh you know he he throws her um uh her like headdress into the water and stuff and they they, they run away um and uh she points to an opening in the in the cave yeah roof doesn't she it says up through there yeah um and uh dirtied they they finally make it out and she apologizes she's like oh sorry that was like more treacherous than i was expecting or something like that yeah um and he's like you know it's okay we're, we're, we're out now but then of course he looks around and uh i love there's no music there's no anything it just pans yeah. around and there's summer isle there's willow they're they're all just stood there watching yeah. and as he approaches them you see all the guys with the claymores turn up at the top of the yeah, ridge the of completely yeah. surrounded by people going anywhere sunshine um and summer isle basically explains to him that the, the, the sacrifice is him uh they needed someone who was they they needed a fool an honest fool right so he and he being a devout christian He's a man of faith, which was one of their, I think, one of their requirements. Yeah. A man of different faith who wouldn't yeah. waver, um, wouldn't give in to temptation. I think him not giving in to temptation doomed him. Yes. I feel like yeah, if he'd, if if he'd slept with him, Willow, they probably would have been Willow, like, oh. I think he had to have the strength of character to refuse and stay yeah. pure. Because I think they they mention they, they're, they're talk, when they're talking about the, the the sacrifices, I think they that they he 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 goes like almost through like a scale of what's yeah expected, isn't it? Like I think it's like initially it could be just like animals or something, mm-hmm. or, or like, but depending on how severe, you know, the 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 the, the, um, the god w- wants to be that year sort of thing, that it would be a bigger sacrifice, and and you know, you tick this this box and this box and i think the other the other the other one is um that he was a uh something to do with authority isn't it it's the, the yeah man. it's some some he 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 works for the crown as a as a policeman so that's yeah. that's like a third tick and then his fourth one is literally that he's a virgin yes and i think the idea was that he was engaged or something and I think the idea was that he wouldn't give in to temptation with her uh, to Willow because of that. Yeah. I don't think they realized until he said that he doesn't believe in that sort of thing to Willow. Yeah. Until he, he basically conceded that to her, they didn't realize. But of course, when they realized that, they're like, oh my God, this guy is like everything we want in a sacrifice. Yeah. Like the harvest is going to be amazing next year. I mean, if, assuming, of course, that if they genuinely, I mean, I think the village genuinely believes that. Whether, yeah. whether Lord Summerisle, 
Well, of course, there is this wonderful moment now where yeah. uh, he's taken before the village people, and uh, and and uh, Summer Isle says, you know, you you you're going to be sacrificed, uh, and and the crops will grow again. And he's like, the crops will not grow back. Your apples are not going to grow back if you kill me. Uh, yeah. You're committing murder. And he's like, you're all committing murder. But then he does fuck Summer Isle, where he's like. Your crops aren't going to grow, and next year the sacrifice can be nothing less than Lord Summerisle himself. Yeah, then your leader, because he said earlier on, he said, you know, in, in particularly severe times, yeah, they would sacrifice the leader. Yeah, so he kind of he's like, I'm going to put the <laughs> screws to you, buddy. Like if I'm going down yeah. next year, your head's on the block. You're fucking going the same way. Um, but you do get the sense there, there's not a single moment when he says that to, to Summer Isle that Summer Isle falters or looks worried. Summer Isle truly, no, truly... Does. Well, I think, I think Summer Isle truly believes that, that this will save the crops. A, there's, a, there's a moment when he says that... When he, when he says, you know, next year it will be, it'll be you. I think there is a moment where, where he, his brows do knit. I think he does... Mm, i didn't get that because i i just got the like he's like i believe they will and he's like very sure oh, I think, of himself I, I think maybe there's some doubt i guess maybe there's a to doubt. me i think maybe person maybe it's my own personal thing i think maybe he doesn't mm. maybe he is a little bit of a charlatan maybe he's planning his uh he's like i just keep the boat next keep, keep, off. keep the boat moored and ready <laughs> I mean, we also get that uh, Rowan runs to her mother. Doesn't it's like he? the the next like, day. Did, did I do right? Did I do? Did I do? Oh well? yeah! And Summer, I was like, you did amazing. You did perfectly. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Do you think the next day Summer Isle was like, uh, so that policeman's plane is it really knackered? Can we can we fix that? I don't. Know. I just I just keep hold of that. <laughs> yeah. I need that. So I just point. you know keep it fueled. This whole you know this whole scene on the on the beaches and that. So do you know when it was filmed? Yeah, it's like it was like fucking winter, wasn't it? Like November yeah. or something. So it's, it's like freezing. To, it's supposed to be spring, but it was filmed in November, December, and we're talking like outer islands of fucking Scotland. It was absolutely bloody freezing, and they had some days that I think they had days and days where the weather was just so bad they couldn't, you know, do shit, and some you know any day where it's like quick the fucking sun's up everybody get out everybody get to the, the cliffs we, we, we need to film as, as as much as possible and i love there's a story that i think it was the the, the i think it was the writer or or or, or <clears throat> I can't which one it says about ingrid says, about the three the three actresses yeah it's amazing he says there was so there was that they were changing the film uh in the camera and there was a, a brief break and he said the he said you could tell the temperament of the three actresses. So he said, he he said oh, they're changing the camera. He said to quick get the ladies their coats. So he said the first one. He said Ingrid, uh, not Ingrid, uh, Brit. Um, she like yanked the, the the coat off the guy and 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 just threw it on her around herself. He said um, Deanne basically said you know, took it gratefully and said, thank you. Mm. And Ingrid Pitt said, if the extras don't have time to put a jacket on, neither do I. Yeah. And he said, just, that's just shows you the temperament of the three actresses. Yeah. And how professional that they were or weren't. Mm. Yeah. And so it, it kind of makes you think, was, was, was she a total pain in the ass for the whole fucking, 
filming. I think she might have been. It kind of feels like the way he says it because he says because he said that the the other lady took the copa very gracefully. Yes, he kind of he kind of shits on her, but he's like, oh, she just grabbed it out of the person's hand, yes. and like everyone else was gracious or refused for the sake yeah. of the extras. Um, and it, did, it did make me. I mean, I love Ingrid Pitt anyway. Oh, me I, too. I don't think anything could anybody could say anything that would put me off of Ingrid. No, Pitt, no, she's awesome. But, that, that little thing was yeah. like, oh, that makes it even warmer towards Ingrid Pitt, just how professional yeah. lovely she was. Totally. And uh, I don't she's there was a, a, an interview with, with her where she says about the, how cold it was. Yeah. And she says, and she says, I'm one of those Polacks that doesn't like the cold. Yeah. <laughs> she said it was like Poland in the winter. Yeah. And she said, it was, I'm, I'm one of those Poles that don't like the cold. <laughs> um. Anyway, Howie is uh, stripped. And painted and uh, put in this this gown, I guess, like just yeah. like a dressing gown kind of thing, isn't it, or like a, a bed yeah, gown sm- kind of thing. Sm- sort of thing. Smock, yeah. And um, so, and that's the other thing because he's fucking barefoot in November, and yeah, <laughs> God yeah. knows what. We're barely anything. And the thing he's, I mean, they 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 strip him and then they, like you said, they anoint him. Uh, oil and the, and the, stuff. The smock or... they give him looks like it's you know paper thin paper thin well certainly thin enough that he couldn't wear anything underneath to keep warm yes for sure like he's wearing that and so okay um but he's carried he's tied and then carried by oak up the hill and it one of the most iconic moments in cinema is when he sees the fucking wicker man yeah he sees that goddamn thing i i still say to this day i have never seen better afraid actor. oh god it's amazing his his cries of oh jesus christ it's so natural it's oh just he's, beautiful you can tell like he before, is genuinely it's terrified his, it's, it's his best performance ever i think so i, I think oh, it's hard to argue he said that himself it's, oh did he okay fair enough yeah i think it's it's just amazing the fear on his face it's amazing desperately trying to pull himself away from oak as they're as they're going up the you know the 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 the, the, the sort of hillside yeah wonderful mm. and now, he's just he's just screaming to, to to god yeah yeah um but yeah now apparently originally the the, the wicker man face was going to have flowers on it and stuff like daisies yeah there and was stuff. a couple of designs for it um, and there was um, it was going to be daisies for the eyes, but it looked too friendly. Yeah, and then apparently they did like a, an inset face, but it looked too yeah. sinister. And then he was so like, they... "No, actually, I think blank. I think Lego Man is the aesthetic we should go." Yeah, for. I think I think um, even with, with the um, the, the, like the recessed eyes mm. and mouth, I think I think again, I think they they thought it looked a little too comical. Oh, I know. I think it was the other way. I think they said it looked too sinister and like evil. Which right. wouldn't necessarily fit either, because they're not being—they're not trying to be evil, are they? They're that's, trying to yes, just sacrifice. Um, and then he said, "Like blank is perfect," and mm-hmm. it is. It's so much more scary that it's just this faceless thing. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and I think of, you know. I, uh, by the way, we haven't really mentioned it, but all of the masks are so amazing. Oh yeah, we like got, they're we amazing. Didn't mention when he's walking around. People keep popping up when yeah. when he's chasing the hobby horse. It, yeah, like, people keep popping up with these these like incredible masks, masks and stuff all yeah. the time and i i think there are so many movies late of, of oh comic, god yeah the masks from this movie oh yeah you know 100%. and i think you know like about the 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 wicker man obviously there's a wicker man festival every year now yes some, you know in, in many places 
and I've seen quite a few of the, the sort of the, the interpretations that they've used, and I still think this is one of the best. I think it is. Seen. Yeah, I think it's it is. still amazing. So, um, he is carried, and as he's carried, he, like you said, some of the most amazing, scared acting ever. Um, he he reiterates, I think, as much to himself as to everyone around him that he believes in life eternal that he'll be resurrected he'll yeah. you know and that they won't be resurrected he's screaming all of this but you get the feeling that he is reassuring himself more than anyone else at this point he is terrified yeah. um now the the wicker man has uh animals like goats and pigs and and ducks yeah, and things in, in it the arms in the, the uh, apparently uh fucking animal welfare had a massive like thing at them and they were like we're not going to actually burn the fucking animals like we're not an italian horror movie it's, like this is, I think this this is, is not a cannibal movie, movie guys what, <laughs> what i love about it i think it was the, the director said that what the, the funny thing about this was you know when it initially got out that oh no they're gonna burn animals and stuff and all the sort of you know animal welfare charities all, all, all sort of you know made a, a big sort of fuss which which if it was true then yeah oh god it would be horrific if it was true and I mean, um, and and I mean, I have seen like you know, Cannibal Holocaust and stuff. And they, yes, they genuinely exactly. did. Like, it's pretty gross. He said he basically made, put a, a a letter out in the press, and and joked and said, "We're only gonna burn the cute and fluffy animals." Yeah, which and, just makes a joke of all of it. It's like, well, like how I ridiculous like is, are you? You know. What I find funny about that, and what I love about that is, at the time. Everybody involved took that as a joke and went, okay, they're just, they're not. Yeah, like clearly they're not going to actually do it. If did that now, there would. Yeah, people would just be like, yeah, outrage. Yeah. Yeah. They still wouldn't get it. No. Well, in fact, they would probably double down now. Yeah. Just be like, see, they are evil. It's proof. He said to himself. He said it. He wrote it on Twitter as fact. (laughs) Um, uh, But anyway. He is taken up and put in the Wicker Man. Um, so he recites uh, Psalm twenty-three. Yes, yeah. Uh, the, uh, Lord, my, the Lord is my shepherd, and, and he, he he sings it, doesn't he? He, he does, he does. And then I think my favourite moment of the this movie is is when he's in there and it's just on fire. Uh, you first of all you get those creepy that creepy moment of just seeing them all stood there watching him. But I love the moment when he's talking to himself and reflecting to himself, where he's praying to to God and Jesus to save him, yeah. save his eternal soul, and that he's going to join. That moment is like the acting in that moment of him on his own, surrounded by fire, and apparently the yeah. goats were like pissing on him from above. Oh yeah, he said like, it was awful. <laughs> like, so were, Jesus, he was getting peed, you know, because he said goats, you know, most animals when they're afraid they pee. Yeah, he said the goat was just pissing all over him. Yeah. Um. But he's he's you know he's asking he's talking to God and, um... and theoretically, if what he believes is true, then he's a martyr now. Well, uh, doesn't Summerisle yeah. even say that you'll be a martyr? Which is yes. like, like yeah. he's like I'm doing you. I think Summerisle's even like I'm by oh. your own beliefs I'm doing you a favor. You're a martyr. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to heaven. Like, I'm not sure people really want to be martyrs. I mean, no, not when it comes down to it. I don't know, think. <laughs> with what's involved with being a martyr, no, I think certainly that. not this. This is one of the worst ways to fucking go out. Yeah. I can imagine. Well, I mean, you know, if you look at the 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 deaths of a lot of the saints. Oh yeah, yeah, it's all horrific. Yeah. I mean, you it know, it's all horrific. Upside down and 
crucified upside down and, and pummeled full of arrows and beheadings mm. and all sorts of thoroughly unpleasant things. But but that's what you have to go through to be martyred. Yeah, be yeah, that's it. Thing. That's how it works. Um, but um, you know, he he prays to God and uh, and then we just get this this massive uh, wide shot of the wicker man burning and all we hear is him just screaming jesus as he's basically burning to death you also get that lovely and you know eerie shot of them singing oh yes sorry yeah yeah and and they're you know Mm -hmm. they're all doing the same backwards and forwards motion while they're singing the i I guess the sacrificial song yeah i would assume that's that's Uh, what it is is uh, well they're elated they're they're harvesting the Inkerman Inn is, is what they're, they're singing apparently, mm-hmm. and and yeah, it's it's oh man, you get that the fire reflected on them. It's the contrast they're, of them. They're they're like elated. Their harvest is saved. They're going to yeah. be great, and and yeah. it's contrasted with this horrific murder of this guy and all these animals burning to death horribly. It's like not even like you didn't just slit his throat and you know sacrificed it's like no no he's going to burn to death in the most horrible painful way possible yeah um but um and i i love that final shot of the head of the wicker man burning and collapsing in front of the sun yeah beautiful and they were so lucky because they are weather wise it's november for fuck's sake yeah and they thought they were gonna have to do that green screen oh that would have been oh my god screen. they thought it was gonna they that would have been a tragedy they thought they were gonna have to do it in post um but they were they were so lucky and it was you know they they only had like one prop so yeah yeah it's a one take deal it was ap- utterly perfect like i said that the, it as it just collapses and you get that beautiful sun and and the fact that they then they then hold on that shot and yep. put the credits over the top of it, mm-hmm. amazing! Yeah. What an end to a movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is even when I when I first watched this film, like it's such a shocking ending. Yeah, like it's it's horrific. Even when you watch it now, it's it's not gratuitous. It's not gory. Yeah, it's not like like the fucking remake when they do the bees thing and all that shit is all really cheesy and over the top and stupid. But yeah. here, it's just knowing what's going to happen mm-hmm. and knowing what's happening to this guy yeah. is just horrific. Yeah. Um, and, I think, like, like, and like seeing a man movie, like, who has... You, even with a horror... I think you, you accept a bad ending in a horror movie yeah. easier than you would other yeah, of course. genres. Um, but as I said the, the first time I saw this, I was convinced that someone was going to come and save him. Yeah. Convinced that at some point something would happen... Or he would, you know, the fire would burn the back out, and he'd be, he could escape through the back or something. Yeah, like it would fall just, apart, like, jumping or... in the ocean and escaping that way or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But no, you get no, no such. Yeah, yet. like he'd escape, and then and then everyone would turn to Lord Summer Isle as the next sacrifice or something, yeah. and that would be like his just desserts. And yeah, uh, yeah, they, they did write a sequel where how how he survived. Oh god. How I don't know. But then it was supposed to be like him coming back and there was you know it was going to be all this other stuff. And it sounds interesting but I'm glad they didn't do it. Yeah. I'm glad it never S- got further than that. Sounds a bit gladiator too to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we've Not... got that coming. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Um 
yeah uh just the perfect ending um shocking horrific fantastic uh i i love this movie i, I genuinely and and rewatching it i just it's uh it is just it's perfect despite being buggered yeah. about with despite having all this uh-huh. adr going over it it's still yeah. a fantastic movie even in even in its cinema in, even in its cinema cinema release yeah it's, it's still great still i mean that's the first version film. i saw was the original version yeah, of course and i thought it was a masterpiece then so yeah mm. it, it is just superb i i genuinely i i get why people can't get past the singing and the musical aspect i yeah. get it i do yeah i mean folk, <clears throat> folk tunes are very are quite niche aren't they really they are but it's the culture that this movie takes place in it makes perfect sense you know from from that perspective i think it just adds to the the feel of the of the movie and the tone and the you know and the immersion into that world it's like yeah everything you're not going to hear you know 70 you're not going to hear like rainbow or deep purple playing (laughs) you know on summer isle why would you you know there's a couple of Hawkwind tracks that would definitely work. Oh yeah, but yeah, there are yes, certainly. <laughs> but that that's not the the you know they're meant to be this isolated community. They yeah, don't it's... go on the mainland. They wouldn't be, you know, contemporary music wouldn't be a thing for them. They're isolated. They they have songs that have been passed down to them from their ancestors. Um, you know, because obviously we've also visited the graveyard, so we know they've been here for a long time. Like those graves are not new; they're fucking old. Some of those graves, so like yeah. they've clearly been there a long time. Um, yeah, the, the, the broken church, you know, says, says it shows. Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, of course. Yeah, the broken church as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, an absolutely wonderful film. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say about about the Wicker Man? Uh, don't well, don't watch the remake. I think this, really I think it's a you know it's a perfectly great movie. I don't think there's. I mean, uh, I would advise people if they hadn't avoid the remake like the Brit the plague watch uh look up the um the highlights on youtube if you yeah. if you want to laugh because there are funny moments right but the thing people forget is that, that movie is really fucking boring aside from those funny moments it's just dull and crap for Weirdly, hours when i when i eventually did get round to watching it i could see that there was some nice like you can see oh, i can see nice what they were going it. for it just misses spectacularly yeah and it's yeah i mean it's just a big meme of a movie really isn't it, it is yeah but it's very boring like a lot of bad movies that people think are hilarious it's like yeah the the, the bits are funny but the bits in between are just really annoying and terrible yeah. and dull um you know it's not laugh a minute no no and it's um, not even you know even even with the the actresses you've got on it it's got a great cast yeah Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Nick Cage you know, is great. The veteran yeah. actresses and and you know, Ellen is it Ellen Burkin or Ellen Burstyn? Ellen Burstyn, isn't it? It's um, yeah, uh, I think so. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I watched that movie, and I don't intend to rewatch it. So, watch yeah. the original. <laughs> watch the original, and um... yeah, Ellen Burstyn. Yeah, yeah. Francis Conroy, Molly Parker, Lily Sabowski. I love all those actresses. They're all great actresses. But they just could not but take it's that shit. movie. Script, script, direction. Yeah, and the actors are not at fault. Um, no. But uh, uh, but yeah, this of- this movie absolutely hundred percent recommend. And then of course we've got the Wicker Tree. Don't like it. A sequel. Don't like it. Um, yeah, no, it's not. It as not. as I said, I I think 
you know this this movie uh the the wicker man is uh-huh. amazing and it's incredibly well directed uh uh-huh. robin hardy does an amazing job directing yeah. this film written by other people mm-hmm the problem with the wicker tree in my opinion is that robin hardy got involved in the writing i do not think writing is his strong suit based on that movie yeah great director just not when it comes to writing i just don't uh what else has he written oh god he's written a few things actually didn't realize that but anyway yeah i i do not think he's he's particular. i mean i know it's based on a something else anyway i think but um uh, well the initial it was the, the, the it was um cowboys for christ book is oh that one yeah the wicker tree i'm talking about not the wicker yes, man the wicker, um yeah but but he adapted it and i, I just I, I just really i don't think writing is a strong suit directing he's incredible uh just the wicker tree is a disaster i'm so disappointed the, and there are certainly bits in it that feel gratuitous yeah they, they it doesn't have the same effect no the you know the scenes of willow dancing they're needed very it's purposeful and very well done and i think needed in that movie it is needed because the whole thing is temptation it's all about his temptation and not getting into temptation i think the scenes in the wicker tree felt like they were there for just titillation really yeah i agree which to be honest is it's fine it's fine in the right movie yeah i think it's yeah the wicker tree is just not a good movie i would not recommend it but anyway, highly recommend The Wicker Man. Um, we'll be back next week talking about... Uh, I think you're going to watch Guardians, right? So uh, I am going to watch Guardians 3, yes. Um, I'll find some stuff to watch before then. But uh, until then, stay safe, take care, and we will catch you next time.